0: Kiltech is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. All
1: right, let me run and get my drink, and then I'll be right back.
0: That's what you get for running,
2: bro. You're killing me with this exercise crap.
3: God, <laughs> no running for me.
2: No, unnecessary burning of calories. He's fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, success. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if I could eat this. I just had my teeth worked on today. Oh, yeah.
3: Dude, oh,
2: that struggle's real. Yeah, what'd you get done? I had two teeth pulled.
3: Oof. That's not fun.
2: No, cracked two teeth. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to come in and just maybe do a filling. <laughs> He's like, no, we're going to have to do a crown. So, no, we're going to have to extract one of them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: No, we're going to have to extract both. They're cracked all the way down. Jeez. I said, Doc, you have any other good news you want to give me? <laughs> Is my dog dead? <laughs> hey, Lefty.
1: Hey. Oh,
2: I just worked out. Yeah, that's how we do that.
1: Nice. <laughs> gin and tonic right there, baby. Are those the uh, peanut butter ones?
2: No, the the chocolate fudge ones.
1: Chocolate fudge?
2: I've been add those. Chocolate fudge brownie. Yeah,
1: I didn't know that existed. I need that in my life.
2: Did cause you're too busy getting that damn tan. <laughs> Working out at that place that hey, gives you a virus while it's running. So I in can place, eat shit like nowhere. that,
1: man. That's why I do it. <laughs> so I can eat fudge M&M's. Yeah. Ah. Yep.
2: You run in place, go nowhere. Well, I sit across the street enjoying a double-double with bacon and mushrooms covered in blue cheese.
1: And get teeth pulled out because of all the crap you're eating. Have you met Pierce? Pierce, have you met Tun? We have now. What's What's happening, happening, brother? Not much. How are you?
2: Oh, semi-coherent. Yeah.
1: Semi. (laughs) All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about those, uh, those damned old pistol braces today. And uh, maybe bastard. the maybe the bump stocks too, because there's there's been some developments in that that arena as well. So um, let's just get started. Let's jump into this. Welcome in, lead heads. This is uh, I don't know what episode this is, but this is the Talking Lead podcast. And uh, I've got two experts with me today. We're going to be talking about that uh, that damn dope pistol brace a little bit. And uh, the bump stocks. Uh, give you guys a little update of, for what we know. Uh, now, we're not attorneys, but wait. Yeah, one guy is. <laughs> so joining <laughs> us, we've got a longtime lead head, good friend. You guys know him, you love him. He's down there in Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than Pierce. Howdy. P man 301. Is that what you are?
3: Uh, on Instagram, yeah. On,
1: on the grams, P man 301. Pierce Taylor. Uh, we've had Pierce on several times, especially when uh, we're trying to get some legal clarity on issues. Uh, and we had his dad, his dad is an author. and um, tell me the names of the books again.
3: They're the Jake Storm books. The first one is Stolen Angels.
1: There you go. And there's a series of there's like three of those books. and yeah, uh, another
3: one coming pretty soon, I think.
1: Based around the child trafficking, human trafficking um, issue. I guess. I don't know what you would call it. Crime. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah.
3: uh, uh, Epidemic, really.
1: Epidemic. There you go. Crises. We'll call it a crises. Call yeah. it, call everything a crises. Um, but your dad, uh, that was a great show. We had him on, and I'd, mm-hmm. I'd love to get him back on. I'm actually trying to get uh, Craig Sawman Sawyer on the show.
3: Oh, yeah. No, that'd be a good
1: one. Because they have their own veteran organization that goes out and hunts these, these people down and um, sure. I think it would be a great episode to have your dad and him on together. I think that would be pretty cool. Sure
3: so, yeah, let me know. He was uh, he enjoyed being on. Uh, he's been asking asking uh, about it ever since. If there's going to be if you wanted him back. So,
1: oh, I absolutely do. Uh, you know, when we were at uh, Shot Show, we had those two guys on that were in the um, the service industry and they did security. Oh. <laughs> they did security for the service industry and you know hotels, restaurants, bars, uh, things like that. And um, they were talking about how prevalent, you know, the human trafficking is in those type uh, establishments, and uh, how they train people to look for that and deal with that. So that was that was pretty interesting having those guys on too.
3: I was talking to some people today, and um, topic conversation came up on human trafficking. Apparently, Atlanta is about the number seven city in the world for human trafficking. I don't doubt it. Jeez. Up against third world countries, these, these hot spots, Atlanta somehow is number seven.
1: Yeah, I don't doubt it. What the hell? Yeah. Might well, have a lot of conventions and, and uh, things like that in Atlanta. Too. Well, it's
3: also the busiest airport in the world. So, most flights come through there.
1: Yeah. I would say, Vegas, is Vegas number one? <laughs> no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I would say, because, because I mean, just think about all the conventions and, you mm-hmm. know, things that they have there.
3: Definitely. Um,
1: but anyway, also joining us, we've got, he's a newer lead head. <laughs> just just mm-hmm. within the past year or so, he's, he's come on strong, though. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. He is the star of Auction Hunters, Ton Jones, ladies and gentlemen.
5: What
2: is happening? Thanks for having me back, brother.
1: Yes sir, appreciate you coming back on too. So you and I were talking earlier today and uh, or this week and we were talking about, you know, how that pistol brace thing is getting ready to to come down and you know, what all's going on with it and there's been a lot of a lot of maneuvering and things happening here in these last few days before that deadline of the 30th or 31st. 31st. 31st of um not the
3: time. it's in the morning now. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's not the end yeah. of the day. They just decided I think that was last week. So be careful if you're wanting to turn anything in on the last day.
1: Yeah, so we' well, we're, we're gonna talk about that, but not yet. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, also in this that's episode the third time they changed the time. They change they changed that's- a bunch of stuff. And we're gonna talk about it. Uh, but also in this episode, Leadheads, um, we've got more interviews from when we were at NRA. And we've got a really good lineup this episode. We're going to have Mike Pappas with Dead Air. Ron with Riker USA. Ton actually is uh, in this episode also. We had, um, you remember when we had Paul with Legally Armed America? Remember when you joined in on that? So Ton joined in on that interview that we did with Paul. Paul's got a new book out and kind of talked to him a little bit about how he got started in YouTube and and a few other things. So that was a really good conversation with with Paul and Laura. And then we're also going to have Andre Arvlowski interview in this one, which Tun missed that one. He he doesn't know how to take cues very well when he's walking by the booth.
2: I was outside playing with the Kraken case.
1: Yeah, I was like, come on in. (laughs) And then uh, Derek with phoenix trinity firearms is uh on the show along with the boomstick babe alicia garcia so really good um lineup from the nra that we've got there good topics um derek with phoenix trinity arms they make a 2011 really nice high-end pistol uh, i think you know i think their cheapest models around like 1700 or something i don't know and they go up from there but Uh, really nice firearms. And we're going to have videos for all these. So we did get the videos for all these, so we will be posting videos with all these interviews too. So make sure you go check um, our YouTube channel. And, oh, by the way, I just started a Rumble account. So Talking Lead is on Rumble now. So go and follow us on Rumble, and I'm going to start posting things to Rumble. I don't have, but just like a couple of things up right now. Just to kind of have a presence and let you guys know that yes, that is us and we are there. So Talking Lead is on Rumble. And I've got to figure out all that, how you can do and what you can do on Rumble. But I think you can do like lives and you know stuff like that. So um if it works out, then we you know, we'll probably start doing this live, guys.
2: That'd be sick.
1: Yeah, man. But for now, we're videoing it, and you can go to YouTube um, and check us out on YouTube for our videos. I want to completely do away with YouTube. My goal is to, if Rumble works out, then I'm just going to, because comp- I get nothing from YouTube. They completely choke us down, shadow ban us. You know, we got, we've got stayed stagnant for the past 10 years, haven't grown, haven't you know lost any. We've stayed steady, like right under 15,000, and it just, just can't grow you know, they, they prevent it. So I, uh, I know you
3: said, uh, in a prior episode that you wouldn't go, wouldn't go that way, but a lot of people are going to Twitter. They're, um, they're making moves like they're going to be, uh, competing well, with, um, YouTube.
1: Yeah. So, so you say that, and you know, today was the day that DeSantis was supposed to make his big presidential announcement with Elon on Twitter and, you yeah. They crashed the system, and as far as I know, yeah. it didn't, it, they couldn't get it to work. So I don't know if it it uh it actually happened or not. I just gave up after about you know fifteen twenty minutes, and you know they were yep. having all kinds of technical issues with that. But no, I'm, I'm not opposed to doing doing it on Twitter. Um, I just want to make sure that they get their shit straight. You know, I know Elon mm-hmm. has stepped up, and he said he's doing this, and he's doing that, and you know it's going to be completely different. But I'm gonna you know I'm gonna hide and watch kind of deal. Oh yeah. So we'll see how that that works out. But I know there are some very successful conservative people on Rumble, and they seem to be getting, you know, pretty good results so far. So uh, and Landheads they just
2: updated the Rumble. time again. Now it's back to eleven fifty nine p.m. again. <laughs> I just got the update. <laughs> oh, All wow. right. So
1: let's let's talk about this, guys. Um, <laughs> As you were saying that, I was like, I'm getting my
2: updates from ATF eForms. I'm like, now it's back. Now it's the fourth <laughs> time they've changed this week.
1: There you go. Wow. So what, what Tun is talking about, if you guys aren't familiar, is um, a lot of you do know, some of you may not know, is that the ATF, was it um, earlier this year? that they um,
3: It went into effect January 31st. I want to say it was announced January 13th.
1: Yeah, so Biden, the way it all, all happened was Biden made an executive order to the ATF for them basically to find a way to make pistol braces illegal. And yeah. and Cun's holding something on the screen there. But we're going to get to that. Yeah, Hold on. Back Hold on. to
2: 1159.
1: We're going to get God. to that. Hold on. So <laughs> earlier this year in January, they figured out some way which was, isn't isn't a legal way at all. It's just they just arbitrarily came up with this. Okay, pistol braces aren't going to be legal anymore. Didn't have any precedents or anything to base it on other than Joe Biden made it in an executive order, which the executive branch cannot make. They can't make laws. You know that's that's what the legislative branch does. They make the laws and vote on them and and put them in so and this is not a law this is again this is a it's not a law (laughs) it's it's an opinion is basically what it is it's an atf's opinion that at one point they opinionated that they're legal and they're fine to use you know as long as you use them certain ways Um, and now they're saying that no how no way are they going to be legal Uh, is what is my understanding at first, they were saying that you could change your barrel length, which I mean, that would make them legal. There was nothing that would be illegal about using them. Then if you had 16 inches or longer on your barrel, then I don't see any reason why that wouldn't be perfectly fine for somebody to use, but they're saying that you can't just take it off and not put it on something that's legal, that if you've got one, you're still going to be committing a felony. Even if you have one you're not yeah. using it, it's just sitting there. Then Constructive
3: intent, constructive possession. Um, and they've been going back and forth on that as well. Um, I know Mr. Guns and Gear put out a video within the last couple of days where the ATF director testified in front of Congress saying, simply remove it. Just take it off. Don't put it back on. Perfectly legal. And he came out, swore under oath, um, while also the ATF updated their website and the frequently asked questions saying, you cannot just simply remove it. You have to remove it, destroy it, or turn it in,
1: right? Or register it. Yeah. Right. Or register. So those are those are the options that they've they've thrown out there. You can, you can you can change your barrel length, or you know put it on something that has a longer barrel. Take it off the AR pistol. Um, destroy it, which. Without compensation.
3: Yeah, without compensation. I don't, think, compensation, uh, yeah, so I don't uh, think anybody's
1: going to do that. Uh, register it as an SBR. And are they still saying that you don't have to pay the $200 tax stamp at this point?
3: Through May 31st.
1: Through May 31st. So, through like f- just a few days from now. If you don't do it before yeah. then, six days. Yeah. So, if you don't do it so, before then, they're not going to allow you to do it free. You have you to can pay still the, it. Out.
3: To them but you have to pay 200 bucks. Um, and okay. also technically you'd be incriminating yourself most likely. Um, you're probably incriminating yourself now because the rule is in effect. they just say they aren't going to enforce it until May 31st.
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm not incriminating anything because it's not illegal. it's a it's an opinion. It's not a law at this point. So,
3: so what happened over the past um, 10, 15 years that we've been dealing with these, is that we were dealing with the technology division and they were issuing the opinion. Um, the ATF now has issued a rule, which basically they're saying in their interpretation of the law that was passed by Congress that their enforcement of it will be that these are SBRs. So it is a slightly you know, extra step, I guess, towards all of that. Um, but you're right. They don't have the authority to make laws. They have the authority mm-hmm. to interpret and
6: enforce
1: them. Right, and it's up to it's hookers. up to the Supreme Court to decide whether it's a law or not. Ultimately, ultimately, but but th- again, the judiciary um, branch does not make laws; they just they just interpret them. And in, I don't know that they enforce them, but whatever they do, they determine whether something is actually follow, following the law or breaking the law. I guess the the legislative branch is, makes the laws. The executive branch does not make the laws, i.e., the president.
3: I said, try telling that to him.
1: Uh, well, I mean, i am <laughs> put it on his ice cream cone wrapper. Shouldn't have to, you know. Shouldn't have to. That's just the no. pure. That's the pure definition of uh, a dictator who doesn't think that he has to follow our constitutional rules and guidelines.
0: Less than 1% of all Americans will ever serve in uniform. Their average age is 23. The average age of an American serving in combat, just over 21. They come from every walk of life and ethnicity to represent the melting pot and diversity of our great republic. In the prime of their life, often just old enough to drink, or voting for the first time for their commander-in-chief. They serve our nation and risk their lives to preserve the freedoms and liberties we hold most sacred. To every veteran, and for every measure of service, devotion, and sacrifice you've given, we offer our sincerest gratitude and thanks.
1: So, that's kind of where we're at right now, but... As we've seen in the last few days, there's been a lot of teeter tottering on the dates, and actually, there was it wasn't there an injunction put on it today, Pierce? To, today being uh, say the twenty fourth.
3: Yesterday or within the past couple of days. So there are multiple there are multiple cases um, pending. One is brought by the FPC Firearms Policy Coalition, and others brought by. Uh, FRAC. I can't remember off the top of my head what that stands for, but there's at least two. There might be more, actually. Mm-hmm. The one brought by Firearms Policy Coalition was also joined by MAXIM, um, the firearms company, and that is the one where the Fifth Circuit has issued a preliminary injunction. So I have it here in front of me, and it is very, very short. So basically, the there is a motion. There is a ruling on it. It was appealed to uh, the The Fifth Circuit Appellate Court, and this it was um, heard in front of two judges. Well, three judges. Um, so that's kind of the first step. They will they will look at it. They'll make an initial decision, and then it will go to an en banc court. So that means the entire Fifth Circuit. So you're dealing with however many judges there are, um, but a lot more than three. So it says here. It is ordered that the appeal is expedited to the next available oral argument calendar. And then it says, it is further ordered that appellants' uh, opposed motion for a preliminary injunction pending appeal is granted as to the plaintiffs in this case. Meaning that the law cannot be enforced currently against the plaintiffs being Maxim, um, Farm Policy Coalition, and then someone named William T. Mock. They're trying, they actually have now filed a motion for basically they filed a motion to get more clarity or a motion for clarification something like that because they don't know if it if it counts for members of firearms policy coalition or people who bought guns from maxim they just really don't know the scope of that injunction but as of right now there is something that says the atf cannot enforce it it's just nobody knows who
1: so here's a um, a Fox News report right here, and it was done earlier today. Again, today's May the 24th. It says, Federal court deals blow-to-ATF pistol brace rule ahead of gun accessory registration deadline. And uh, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals on Tuesday, uh, that would have been yesterday, uh, enjoined the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, Explosive from enforcing its new rule against gun owners and Second Amendment groups who filed a lawsuit challenging the regulation. The temporary injunction comes days before a deadline for individuals to register their pistol braces with ATF, destroy them, or remove the accessories from their weapon. Those that do not comply with the regulation by May 31st will be forced to pay a fee. Gun rights groups have argued in court that the stabilizing brace rule violates the Constitution by requiring millions of gun owners to register their weapons. The Firearms Policy Coalition, FPC, One of the plaintiffs in the case uh, has called the rule onerous and unconstitutional. FPC brought the case to the Fifth Circuit Court after appealing a lower court order from a Texas judge who declined to block enforcement of the rule while the challenge proceeds through court. The stabilizing brace rule was introduced as part of comprehensive gun crime strategy Biden announced. April 2021, in response to the massacre at a grocery store in Boulder, Colorado, where a gunman used a firearm with a stabilizing brace to kill 10 people in 2019. Another mass murderer used a stabilizing brace uh, in a shooting in Dayton, Ohio, that killed nine people. So, and it goes on in this article, what uh, they define a stabilizing brace as an accessory that provides a surface area that allows the weapon to be fired from the shoulder, so long as other factors that indicate that the firearm is designed, made, and intended to be fired from the shoulder. ATS rule, which was finalized on January 13th, categorizes pistols with attached stabilizing braces as short-barreled rifles, which are heavily regulated by Congress because they are both accurate and concealable. Making them dangerous in wrong in the wrong hands. Well, goddammit, it, a hammer's dangerous in the hands of a in the in the wrong hands. A a pencil is dangerous in the wrong hands.
2: To draw a set of car keys is dangerous in the wrong hands.
1: Right. So anyway, Biden has accused the gun industry of attempting to circumvent federal regulations. By selling stabilizing braces, which he and his administration claim can essentially convert a pistol into a short-barreled rifle. So, just because it's got, they're saying just because you add that little, that accessory to it, it's going to make it more accurate and more deadly. So, it's going to make that bullet go even faster and do more damage than it normally would without one of those. Preposterous. These people are idiots. They do not understand how firearms work. But here's the sad Ooh. thing about it: is I really <laughs> think they do, and they just don't care. They're they're playing on people's ignorance, who don't know anything. You know, I was talking to somebody today, and uh, I was telling them, you know, what my show is going to be about today. And I was talking about, you know, it's going to be about the the pistol braces. And they're like, what's what's a what's a pistol brace? You know? they're like, I've never heard I've never heard of a pistol brace. What's a pistol brace? I had to go through and explain it to them. And it's people like that because the majority of Americans don't know what the fuck a pistol brace is. They have no idea. No. And they're just thinking like, Oh, well, pff, pistol, pistol don't need a brace. Anyway, you fire it from your hand. You know, they don't understand what we're talking about. They don't understand the, you know, the full scope of, of what's actually happening. So when, you know, the government goes through and they, they make it so, so simplified and make it sound so, uh, menial, then you know that's what gets idiots on board with this, which I don't think anybody's on board with it. Um, I think again, this is just a Biden's, you know, desperate attempt to try to, you know, make his mark that he did something against firearms during his presidency. Of but course. anyway, go to Fox. That that article is there, and it goes on. the The Fifth Circuit actually. They actually enforced it. They said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put a stay on this." And um, what, what what's the words I'm looking for, lawyer? They stopped <laughs> it basically.
3: It. So uh, they've they've granted an, a preliminary injunction, meaning that the ATF cannot enforce um, that particular rule. Um, but like I said before, they're trying to get some clarity as to who it all uh, applies to.
1: So the FPC goes on to say, we are very excited and encouraged by the fifth court's decision this morning. This is Cody J. Wizanowski. Sorry, Cody, um on your last name there. <laughs> Senior Attorney sure. for Constitutional Litigation at FPC Action Foundation. We intend to ask the court for additional information about who is covered under the injunction, but cannot stress enough just how important this decision is. The fight is far from over, but this is a huge victory in the battle against the ATF's unconstitutional and unlawful brace law. So this is very similar. We've heard this in the past with the the bump stocks. You know, when, when um, Trump, you know, your favorite president of all time, was, uh, again, infringing on our Second Amendment, our constitutional rights, and he banned, basically did the same thing that... Um, that Biden's doing here with the braces. Yep. he he ordered the ATF to make them, you know, illegal, and that's that's what they did. So they defined them as a mach- a machine gun. And four God. years later, they've overturned that now. They found that that was an unconstitutional ruling. and bump stocks, from my understanding, Pierce, is they're they're legal now. you can you can have a bump stock. They're not classified as a machine gun. Um, and, oh, by the way, machine guns are not illegal. You can own a machine gun. They say that, you know, in every article that I've read that's talked about this, they're saying that machine guns are banned. Machine guns are not banned. You can own a machine gun. You, again, you just have to go through, you know, get the proper licensing, do the proper background check, and you can own a machine gun. And you got to have a lot of money, <laughs> by the yeah. way. Yeah.
3: No kidding. Yeah. Well, definitely i think the cheapest one you can get now is still upwards of 10k
1: or decide not to have a vehicle and you can have a machine gun instead yeah <laughs> but that's beside the point again that's still that's unconstitutional too but let's focus on where we're at right now so little baby chips they're going and nipping away at us on these these rights and you know i think the biggest thing with the bump stock was you know again a bunch of fuds well i don't I don't need a, a bump stock. I never use a bump stock. I don't take them away. I don't care. It's not going to affect me. Well, yeah, it's going to affect you in the long run because they're going to continue to chip away and and pick away our constitutional rights. Not only our Second Amendment rights, but our First Amendment rights are, however many there are, third, fourth, how many how many amendments do we have, uh, Pierce? <laughs>
3: They're in the twenties, um, yeah, but the, the first ten are arguably the most important.
1: Well, the first two are the most important, uh, no doubt about it. But that you know that's the thing is they're looking f- they're they're testing our will by doing this, and they're and they're going to keep testing our will. And the more you give in, you know, if you're going to say, "Hey, the hell with the I don't use bump stocks," take it. Okay, well. That was a test. They just said, they're, okay, well, they're willing to give that up. Let's push for the next thing now. Next thing now, they're pushing for the pistol braces. Let's test their will on this. Let's see how, how much they're going to give us some grief and oppose this. So that's what they've done here. That's what they're doing here. Uh, so our will has to be stronger than it was four years ago. And we yeah, have to it looks do like You do that right by getting in touch with your representatives not your you know your your federal people your state your local people and it filters up from there so you've got to let them know that this is preposterous you're not behind it and that's that's the only way to do it is you have to voice your opinion I made a post on Instagram it was on the stories I probably should put it on the main page uh, but there is a link there that you can go to and I know all these uh, like FPC you can go to their website. And they've got a link uh, and pre-pre done letters that you can send to your Congressmen and women, your representatives. Um, so I encourage you to do that. That's you just have to inundate them with this. So I mean, this is very important, guys. I mean, I don't normally talk politics on here, but this is beyond politics. You know, this is this is getting into our rights and infringing on our rights, and we we have to be heard. And the only way that you can be heard is, what? You gotta, you gotta make a sound. You gotta make it right. Yeah. You gotta speak. So
3: do it. Uh, your post that you that you mentioned is worth talking about too, because yeah. there is a measure in Congress that they're trying to pass to invalidate the the bump or not the bump stock, the uh, the pistol brace uh, final rule. Um, not entirely sure exactly how that works, but I want to say it needs to pass almost similar to. Uh, a full on law. I think but it's HJ
1: Res 44. Is that the one you're talking about?
3: Yeah, the House resolution. I want to say after that, it goes to the Senate and they have to pass it too, which the Senate is left. So chances are that's probably not getting through, but it's definitely worth um, going to and speaking to. Both you can call them, you can email them, all of your representatives who are the ones that are actually going to be voting on these.
1: Yeah. And, what
2: and There's only say? a few states right now that the bump stocks are are legal in. Texas, Mississippi, Louisiana.
1: Yeah, and that's another thing too, is if you go through their rules, let's say this goes through and you you decide you want to register it, ton. Well, your state has to, you know, it has to be legal in your state because and you know, the federal government's saying, Oh yeah, you register it, it's fine, no big deal. Well, let's say you register it in a state that's it's not legal. The ATF is going to turn you into that state. And those people are going to come after you at that point. So mm-hmm. they're not telling you the, you know, the full truth here. They're not being completely right. honest with you. So well, in reality,
3: what, what it, what it will operate as too is a de facto, um, r- gun registry. You know, there are millions of these guns in circulation. Yeah. If a portion of the people register, then now the government has possession of a registry.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's just, it's, one way or another, you know they're they've got this thing covered over so many different angles. Oh yeah, um, and it's just it's just a big quagmire right now. But just because you do any of these things with your your pistol brace now doesn't give you amnesty. It doesn't apply if your state doesn't um, right. allow them. So that's something to keep in mind also. So if you say, "Oh, I'll just go register it," then I'm good. Well, if SBRs aren't legal in your state. Then no, then you're still a felon and you're screwed. But that's another thing too. Registering it, then you're complying. Then you're again. This is testing the will, testing the will. And so if you go and you register it, they win. If you destroy it, they win. If you change the configuration of your pistol, your pistol for this, they win. The only way that they don't win is that we have to shoot this down, and you do not comply. If you comply and do not voice your opposition, basically what you're saying is that you've proved that that they can just take more and more and more to them
3: and you're you're validating that you're
1: validating them and they're gonna to continue to do this if you comply then they win ton
2: hey <laughs> I have a few things here that I've been waiting to SBR and right now I don't have to pay a tax stamp on that I've been waiting to SBR
1: but that even Not, SBR please. even SBR ton is is wrong and, and illegal and unconstitutional. To, to have so to, is your
2: driver's license.
1: Exactly. So is your driver's but license. But do you have a driver's license? I do have a driver's license.
2: Do you pay car insurance? Sure. See? Case in point right there. You are. It is a mandatory thing that shouldn't be, but what is the risk worth the reward? This, this is the perfect time. To get them SBR'd so I don't have to have the tax stamp.
1: Well, you still have to have the You just don't have to pay for it. You still have to have the tax stamp. You just don't pay for it. Exactly. Supposedly. Now, I, okay, I, I want to know somebody who's done it and didn't have to pay the tax stamp.
3: I did it on one, mostly to kind of see what the process was. Um, something that's that. very interesting, you don't get a tax stamp. You get the form back that the tax stamp usually comes on um but it's missing the tax stamp instead there's a spot that has a check mark basically saying that it was registered through this final rule process so you have the permission to do it but you don't have a tax stamp like you would if you had
1: doesn't sound legal to me $200. if you because you're supposed to Listed carry up. your tax stamp around with you with mm-hmm. wherever you take just like a can you're supposed to t- carry yeah. that that tax stamp with you and if they don't have that tax stamp on there, I guarantee you if you get if you get rolled up, they're gonna say, Oh no, that doesn't that's not a tax stamp. Give me your yep. gun. I'm confiscating it until we work this out.
2: Well that's the other thing I was wondering, because with these other devices that I would like to have SBR'd, let's just call them devices.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> once they become SBR'd, actually you're the perfect person to ask, they become a transformer. You could turn them into either an SBR. A standard rifle at will back to a pistol
3: at that not really. Point. Once you re- once once you register the SBR, it's always an SBR. If you put a 16 inch barrel on it, the ATF is still going to consider it a registered SBR. The only thing is you could you know you can exchange the the upper receiver. So you know, this particular one right here, technically an SBR, but I could put a rifle length barrel i could put a 16 inch barrel on it but the atf would still look at it as an sbr for purposes of the national firearm tax so technically you can't take it across state lines without but notifying them the
1: only notifying way they would know the is, is the figure. serial number that's the only way they would right. know so just looking oh. at it they would think it was a rifle and if you did something stupid where they're confiscating your stuff then that's the only way they would know yeah so here's the here's the fine. Here's the, so if you don't do this, what are you looking at? So you're looking at was it ten years in jail and a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine per per incident per per offense. Yeah, per per violation. Yeah, per offense per violation.
3: Yep, that's what you're looking at. Basically, is the it'll have the full effect and the full uh, weight of the National Firearms Act. So it's the same as if. You know, you made an SBR completely intending to make an SBR without registering it. Yeah.
1: So I'm not it's telling anybody anybody not to do you know what they feel is right. I mean, obviously, so you know, now there's consequences. That is legal. Just no, don't it's put not
3: any sort of magnified optic on it, because the um, anything over a one X also falls into the category under the uh, the final rule. So this is now legal. Technically,
1: as long as you, you don't put a, of,
3: technically, you have to get rid of the uh, the actual brace.
1: Yeah, you can't steal all that brace. You We're have to have de- in your
3: possession.
1: Got to destroy the brace. What brace? Well, I mean that's that's the thing. So you got to <laughs> decide. You said risk reward earlier, Ton. Risk reward. The risk is ten years <laughs> in prison, two hundred fifty thousand dollars per violation. The reward is. You don't comply, you show them that our will is stronger than theirs, they repeal this, they don't try it again. Yeah. Because they're like, this this shit ain't gonna pass. Why waste our time? Let's do something else.
2: You get another geriatric ice cream cone sucker and child sniffer in office. They're gonna try it again.
1: Well, but they're gonna get a homie hoe to back. But they're gonna gonna know it's not gonna be as easy. And they're gonna you know, they're gonna have to try something else. But we have to keep...
3: There's there. been no more mention of the M855 band since we smacked that down.
1: Yeah, right. true. Right? That's kind of where we're at with this, guys. So you got to decide for yourself. Yeah. You know, if you want to wait this out and see what's going to happen, you you risk losing that, like tons talking about. You know, if you were going to SBR something right now, $200, you know, or $500, it's a $200 tax stamp. $200. you are know, going to save yourself 200 bucks to... Register your guns. Get on their registry list. Um, But again, you know we're on list anyway. We're on we're on list.
2: If you have an FFL, you're on the list. If you have an SOT, you're on the list. Yeah, it's.
1: If you've got a firearms podcast, you're on the list.
2: Uh. (laughs) Yeah. If you bought a pistol, (laughs) if you've ever bought a pistol, you're on the list. If you have, depending on your state, built your own carry permit. Yeah. You're, you're on a list no matter what. It's just how many do you want to be on and how high on that list do you want to be.
1: But when do you say enough's enough? When do you Dude, say I'm enough? I'm a fat,
2: white, tattooed guy that used to ride a motorcycle. When I got pulled over, they didn't say license and registration. They said parole or probation. Dude, for over 15 years, I've never gotten pulled over without them saying parole or probation. I'm like, neither one. Oh, really? Let me see your ID. I'm like, there you go. Oh, you're not. I said, What why'd I get pulled over? Oh nothing. Just be safe. This will be a warning. I said, No, why did I get pulled over? No, j- you just be safe. Be careful. And they would leave. You just I'm look
1: like, like a felon. <laughs> that's oh that's what like, that's what they couldn't say. dude, you just look like a you just like a you somebody's prison bitch.
2: No, that my, my favorite one. Is we're actually filming in San Diego, and we're driving through, and we get rolled up, and the guys from ICE pulled me over, and they're like, "You mind stepping out of the vehicle?" I was like, "Cool." They're on the loud horn, and I, I'm, like, I'm not gonna mess with them. It's 10:30 at night. I'm on the way to the hotel, in the rental car. I get out, hands behind the head, and all I hear is, "Dude, that's Ton Motherfucking Jones." <laughs> And the officer walks up, he's all, bro, I'm so sorry. He's all, you never, you usually don't see a big old fat white tattooed dude in this kind of neighborhood. He's all, you're just the wrong color in the wrong time of night. He's all, but bro, I'm so glad I took him, pulled you over. Can I get a picture with you and my buddies? I was <laughs> like, cool, not a problem. And he was honest oh about gosh. it. He's all, dude, we stro- We straight profiled you rolling down the street. He's all, all we saw was this big ass arm hanging out the window with a cigar he's all we knew you didn't belong here i said yeah honestly i'm lost he's like yeah you're you're about two blocks from where you should be
1: yeah i got i have no problem with profiling you know because that's how you you catch criminals you you have to profile yeah you have to profile but for something yeah. like that just because i mean you're not doing anything illegal at that point then that i mean that was completely Horseshit right there. That was bullshit. Dude. But you have to profile. Every FBI, all police, they profile. They have You've been
2: to. on the phone with me when I've been pulled over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That was hilarious. And I get.
2: Yeah, I get pulled over all the time. They're
1: like, I'm like, hey, dash cam. I I'm wanted drawing. you to keep the phone on, too, the whole time, because I wanted to hear it, but you hung up on yeah. me. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's get into these interviews. Um, I think we talked enough about that. I think everybody's. You know we're beating a dead horse on this. I think we made the point of the pistol braces. I think we've given some good information, good updates. Is there anything else that we need to update on the the braces or anything? I think we? I
3: don't think so. I think we covered um, most everything. You know, we, we could once we once they find out what the motion for uh, clarification comes okay. back as, so we know who the injunction is actually going to apply. I play just think they've got a clear
1: they've got a clear cut and dry case now that the bump stocks ruling has been overturned and it's the completely exact same thing that they're doing with the pistol braces. So in a few States, they can use this <laughs> yeah. as well, bump stocks are, you know, illegal in some States too. So. so I mean, it's the same yeah. thing. So, but yeah, I think, I think there's a clear cut and cut and dry court case that everybody can refer to like attorneys do in court. You know, they're always referring to previous cases and the rulings and, yeah, you know all that, and I also understand, um, Pierce. And you might want to give a little more clarity on this. the The Chevron,
3: the Chevron doctrine. So doctrine. It was yeah. a uh, it was a case I want to say in the 80s or 90s. That um, I might be wrong on that date, but basically, the administrative agencies are given deference as far as their area of quote unquote expertise. Um, that's always been a very controversial uh, case basically if the ATF goes to court they can say well we're the experts on this and you need to listen to us right and under chevron they would actually have some weight to that argument chevron deference um, is what it's called yeah yep and um, they're not so allowing they're not allowing exactly. this
1: they're not allowing the chevron deference in this in this right. ruling which is huge because if they did because yeah. like you said then the ATF becomes yeah. the experts and what they say is what the courts will use to make their decision. And that's huge that they're not allowing this Chevron difference. That's the other thing that I wanted to, uh, to point out. So, all right, enough of that. Let's get into these interviews. Uh, we've got Mike Pappas with dead air. Uh, Adam is also in that, that interview with Mike Pappas with dead air, Adam and uh, Ron with Riker USA. We're going to do Derek with Phoenix Trinity Arms. Talk about their 2011s. And Boomstick Babe joins us for that. Paul with Legally Armed. And Laura and our good buddy Tun is in, in that interview. And uh, I'm going to throw the Andre Arvlosky interview <laughs> in on this also. The UFC heavyweight MMA champion. I don't think he's with UFC anymore, I'm not sure. But he's still fighting, you know, he's still got a career. He's just a monster. But that was a fun interview. I did post that video already, the interview that I did with Andre on the YouTube, just kind of by itself. So you guys can go out there and find that. But enjoy these interviews, and we'll catch you on the tail end of this, guys.
7: Introducing our new belly band holster. Whether you're hitting the gym or running a quick errand, Our belly band is one of the most comfortable and safest ways to carry your firearm. The center section allows you to carry most common pistols. Left or right handed, this has you covered. A hard laminate trigger shield protects the firearms trigger from unwanted intrusion, giving you ease of mind while carrying everyday. Two elastic sleeves give you the flexibility to carry other everyday items, such as spare mats, flashlight, knife, or pepper spray. Two zippered pockets run on both sides, offering the option to carry smaller items such as money, cards, or keys. Flush fit on your lower back or waist, easily keeping your setup discreet no matter how you choose to carry. Utilizing 3D spacer mesh, these channels allow for exceptional and efficient airflow, giving you maximum comfort and keeping you cool. Carry whenever you want, how you want, with our new belly band holster. Available now.
1: Go to missionfirsttactical.com, use the code LEADHEAD for an exclusive
0: listener-only 20% discount.
1: So welcome back, LEADHEADS. We are at the 2023 NRA annual meeting here in Indy. I almost said Houston. Houston. We're in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we are bringing it to you from the lead quarters here at Caltech, ladies and gentlemen. So Evan is over here to my left taking some photos, getting everything right. I'm going to ask you if you wouldn't mind manning this. It's just one and two. So I'm going to switch it to me, and then you can switch it to our beautiful guests who are joining us. So we've got Paul and Laura with Legally Armed America. You may know him, may have heard of him. Got this YouTube channel that he does. Also wrote a book. Yep. So he's an author now. Is yep. this your first book?
8: Uh, this is my first book,
9: yeah. No, okay. It's your second book. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, technically no, it's...
8: it's my second book, yeah. <laughs> my tell us about your first book. The first book was uh, one hundred and one reasons why gun control is good for America and it's got hundred and one blank pages in it. So that I was testing the publishing company's <laughs> abilities to publish a good book and have the right covering yeah. everything where the pages didn't fall out because I self-published my second book. So that was the first book. It was really just a test nice. run. But and how quiet. long ago was that? That was about three years ago. Okay. And then I wrote the other book uh, year before last.
1: It's very nice. And what's, <laughs>
8: what's your second book? The second book is called How to Make a Monster, and it's on uh, mass shooters. I call them rampage killers, but I use the term mass shooters because that's what the media likes to use so people know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: mass murderers. Yeah as yeah. killers so
8: um, yeah it was a good book I researched it for two years and uh, bought a ton of books that were probably had bigger words than what I should be reading but still learned I mean you don't have to have a diploma to know how to read and put things together right and look you want to give
1: your ghostwriter credit no I'm just kidding no no <laughs> it's really all me
8: actually she was one of the editors of the book uh, we've met Laura
1: I where have so. we met I have no you used to to do a, big, a circle bar a big uh, magazine publication <laughs> didn't you mm. You didn't manage a big magazine publication. Okay. No. All right. My bad. Sorry to interrupt. That's it, was, all right. it
10: was probably the Circle Bar.
1: Could have probably. Yeah, like circle it, yeah. Bar. That's right. That's <laughs> right. All good things happen at Circle Bar. That's, That's right.
8: right. All good deals are made at the Circle Bar. After,
10: That's right. After yeah. midnight.
1: Is that where you made your book deal? No, no. I did everything
8: myself. <laughs> so you did it all yourself? Yeah, yeah. I wrote it, uh, published it, everything. Nice. Uh, I knew it wouldn't see the light of day if somebody else. It's it's got some controversial stuff in there. I talk about. Uh, the pharmaceutical industry a little bit too, so there's some things in there that mainstream media is not not real happy with. So, yeah, I knew I would have to do it myself. If it was going to see the light of day, so I self published it. Everything.
1: And where can people get this book?
8: Uh, they can get it at HowToMakeAMonster.com. It's also available on Amazon as well.
1: Okay. Great. I would
8: say here, but I've sold out. We brought books at, to the Rock Island Armory booth, and we sold out.
1: Well, congratulations thanks, on that. Thanks. Did Appreciate you do
8: autographs? It. Yep. I've signed every single book that I've ever sold.
1: Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. And also joining us is none other than my favorite person in the whole wide world that's sitting to the left of Paul <laughs> it is Tun Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hello. You missed me, didn't you,
2: brother? I did. Like, it's, it's been too plague. long.
1: <laughs> When's the last time you were in like two episodes ago? Yeah, two episodes. Yeah. 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 So welcome back. Thank you. I've missed you. Of course we know what we have no idea what episode this is gonna be. Yeah. So it could be oh, like it could four, have been four, ten six, or twelve yeah. or forty or
2: or one, yeah, one. Could be you could do the pre-show to this one with. You. Yeah, I, depends <laughs> so, on what happens between now and then.
1: That's right. So, yeah, are you guys familiar with Tun? I'm not, did, unfortunately. Did you watch TV in the early '70s? Of course, oh, dude. Me and you were about to go around cupcakes. cupcake. <laughs> so, me and you. So, yeah. So they had the, they had this this show where they would go around the country, um, and and steal things from warehouses. It was you called like You Dirty Pirate Warehouse Thief <laughs> You something. Dirty pi- It's called Auction Hunters Auction no, Hunters oh, I'm sorry Bastards. Auction Hunters All right. It was on Spike TV Oh nice Yeah And uh, this is your star
0: right All right.
1: Ton Jones ladies and yeah. gentlemen Hello Nice, nice to, to meet you to see that show yeah, He's yeah, messing now, with me Now I'm curious yeah. I like messing with him It gets him going Gets him riled up gets, I love getting that blood pressure up <laughs> You're doing it so well I love mm. it <laughs> So, Paul, talk about your YouTube channel. Tell us, tell us how you got started into the YouTube world.
8: Actually, I had a, um, if you want to call it a local syndicated conservative um, TV show down in the Louisiana area, which is where I'm from, and this was back in 2008, 2009, and 10-ish. And every time I would do segments on the conservative show on guns, because I've always been involved in guns, uh, those segments would take off and get way more popular. The 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 political world is really polarizing like you do tell yeah I mean it's like <laughs> no you, do tell. you're not uh sponsors I, I had people who would underwrite my show but didn't want anybody like a t- local attorneys yeah. that would underwrite the show but didn't want anybody to know that they'll be
1: for it. their name put out there yeah. yeah so
8: it was really hard to make any money at it I wasn't doing it for money but it's nice to make money doing what you're working sure. on so I realized uh, you know...
1: That was kind of the heyday of YouTube, too. Yeah,
8: yeah, it was. It was whenever everything was kind of starting to...
1: Starting to bloom, yeah. yeah. They and, weren't they weren't choking people down. And, yep. And I had
8: just decided to do a spinoff called Legally Owned America from my um, podcast that I was doing, or TV show that I was doing down there, and then Sandy Hook happened. Yep. Well, then... All the focus went to gun control and everything that we were doing. I was doing, starting to do gun reviews and things like that. Well, my old job in my previous life, I worked in contracts for utility companies, so I understand legalese and legal language. Yeah. So it's one of the things that I really focused on with my channel, Legally Armed America, was was dissecting all the bills and simplifying them to where people... Getting through the BS and putting it in layman's terms. Because the thing is, if your average person doesn't understand it, they don't call senators, congressmen, governors, or anybody like that and voice their opinions because they don't understand the bill and they feel stupid whenever they do. And I don't mean that in the wrong way because I was there at one time. Sure. So I felt it kind of as a service to be able to say, all right, I'm gonna dumb this down, provide bullet points for you, and bite-sized pieces where you can understand this. And I would even go so far as to write sample letters, what you needed to send to your congressman. You fill in the blanks and do your own thing. And that just kind of took off. So over the years, YouTube has, in a really weird way, Like an abusive relationship, been good to me. Yeah, but uh, it's been probably it's it's a double-edged sword, you know. Absolutely, such a pain in the butt to deal with.
1: Yeah. So we we started this uh, right after Sandy Hook happened too. This podcast talking red. So 2012, December 2012 uh, is when we started this podcast. Okay. It was right when Sandy. Right. Oh yeah, man. And we're like oh, my gosh, this is never going to take off. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Firearms podcast, no, we're going to be you know chastised and blocked and hated. And, right. But it's, you know, it's quite the opposite. That's right. Because people are starving for information. Oh, and, yeah. And real information.
8: Well, it's funny that your podcast is probably just blown up massively right now because the weird thing was podcasts were big, then they weren't, and now they are again. Mm-hmm. And they're like they've they've ridden a wave, yeah, and they're back like massively right now. Obviously, the Joe Rogans and all that helped too, but sure. still, it's like they they trailed off and then blew back up again. Yeah. And but we
1: never experienced really just like like a just a drop. Yeah, it it just kind of plateaued there right, for a right. little bit, and then, but then yeah, it took and, off, and now right? it's now it's. I mean, there's over two million podcasts out there. Now. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's so right. when we got in it, you know, there was you know, thousands, yeah. you know.
8: Yeah, it's a a good space to be in right now. And you know what? Uh, Also, the timing of everything right now, YouTube, for instance, people don't watch news anymore. I mean, so many of the videos I put out, I put out at least one video a day. And there's so many people that will tell me in the comment section that I don't watch any news. I go to YouTube and none of the people that I trust, and that's where I pull my news from. In fact, Lisa from Rock Island Armory was telling us a while ago she was joking, but she, she was saying, I I log into your channel to see what happened. My husband's like, did you see the news? She goes, I don't watch the news. I go to Paul's channel and see what's on there. Because she's looking for that. I mean, you're looking at a lot of these people now just don't trust the media anymore. Absolutely We may not be totally accurate, and we obviously don't have the resources they do to be the first on the scene and all that kind of stuff. But I think we dissect through, and like you guys, you you siphon through all the BS. You
1: read between the lines. That's right. And kind of see exactly where they're headed with this. But you look at both sides. You know, you have to look at both sides. That's right. And then you meet somewhere in the middle, and that's probably closer to the truth than you're ever going to get.
8: Well, and I think, like, your audience will build a relationship with you, and they get to where where they feel like this guy's not going to lie to me. Right. And even if you don't have the cutting-edge news that the news media might have, you have what's trustworthy. They feel like they're not passing on bad information if they repeat right. what you told them.
1: Yeah. Unless I have ton on the show, and then <laughs> well, all I mean, that goes out the window. Well,
8: I can tell that that's the loose <laughs> cannon you got right there. Oh, huh? yeah.
1: Yeah, coming from the film
2: and television world, it's funny because I got to watch a lot of news broadcasts and to see the delightful scripts that they read from, even though they're first on the scene and they're doing that, they have some jackwagon in the background that's actually reading off a script from someone sitting inside the van, filtering out what they're allowed to say, what they can and cannot say, how they want you to feel emotionally and how they want you to react. Yeah. And the way they do the news is actually quite amusing. They will do a cute puppy dog story. Then right after that, where you're feeling nice and warm, do something to make sure you crash emotionally to make you feel the complete opposite and swing. So they play on people's emotions yeah. just for that one
8: factor, not to actually give you the news, just to play with your emotions.
4: Yeah. Well, and kind of get
8: reaction. Yeah. Well, if, and then they immediately throw a commercial break where they're selling you pharmaceuticals yeah. to, to fight your depression. Exactly. <laughs> that they just sent you into. Yeah.
2: We just crashed your emotions and made you like all over the place. Now, right. now look, like, let me give you a pill yeah. for that. Here's
8: some Prozac for you. And we're going to read <laughs> off,
1: we're going to read off all the problems it gives you That's really right. quick and That's really right. fast. Yeah. I'm yeah. like,
2: you guys are just assholes.
1: <laughs> so, Laura, how do you fit into this mix?
10: Oh, I met Paul on a hog hunt.
1: Yes. That's a great place yeah. to meet. Oh, yeah. I like love it. First sight. Huh? Is, that, is that near? Yeah,
10: yeah know, in 2014. Epic. Uh,
8: I had invited a bunch of people like, like the Caltechs or whatever, different people in different parts of the industry, the gun industry down right. there. And she was representing the laser, yeah, laser um, Max site at the time. Yeah. Laser Max, OK.
4: Yeah.
10: Um, mostly um, guide rod lasers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, met him and a whole bunch of other people on that. Well, we were down there for, like, a long weekend. Yeah. Um, and we're all still friends. friends ever since.
1: Very <laughs> good. Now, do you let her on the, the podcast Is, or she, the show, the she's YouTube She's not channel?
8: comfortable being here right now. She oh, you know. She doesn't like a
1: she mic in her face or a camera in her face.
10: I, I don't. <laughs> I So my day job is um, I do marketing and public relations consulting for for the firearms industry. Uh So I have my own business. It's called Silver Bullet Marketing. Okay. Silver Bullet. And I have a variety of different clients, um, and I help them with media strategy, advertising, things like that. And I help
1: dudes like him dudes <laughs> get a little
10: bit more visibility yeah. with his platform through various outlets yeah. well, nice. helping him with um, you know sponsorships and things
1: like that well you're welcome to come on the show anytime we'd love to have you you know if there's uh, you know a pressing issue which there usually always is we'd love to have you on and, and the leadheads I'm sure would love to hear from you yeah. and get your you know your point of view and your side of things I'll
8: bring you guys back a copy of my book I have I think one more left in the booth Oh, I would love there.
1: that yeah that would be great. So, uh, who's the wrestling legend that's out there? Andre, are you into wrestling at all? Yeah. I know nothing about MMA. wrestling. If
8: you the only Andre I know in wrestling is the Giant. I know he's-, he's Andre the so, Giant? So.
2: Agassi. Andre, Andre Agassi. Agassi? Yeah. That's, that's a, tennis a tennis player. player.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That's the only Andre he knows. <laughs> right. I think that's Agassi. <laughs> the tennis player. Yeah. yeah. Andre Agassi. Yeah. yeah. So what do you got new and exciting coming up with your YouTube channel? You got uh, you got some big plans? You got any events like the hog hunt um, planned?
8: Oh, I wish, but I know the, the next thing we do is um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with uh, John Patton's Gun Con up at the Brown Hills area um, Heard of in it. Iowa. Yeah. There will be a uh, panel of YouTubers yeah. that will be up there answering questions from the attendees and stuff like that. That's in June. That's probably the next thing that we have. Yeah. Outside of the ordinary.
1: Let me ask you this, because um, you know they have that term influencer now. Yeah, I um, love, love that term. I hate that term, and <laughs> and and I refuse to be lumped in with that term because yeah, I so. I see me more as media, yeah, than you know, and and influencer. Now, tons of influencers. Oh, dude, yeah. you know, he influences Bro, bad tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the
8: influence isn't always good influence, right? Or bad influences. Good or bad,
1: yeah. yeah. It could go either way. That's
8: right. Um, Where's your beauty? blazer
2: at, by the way? My blazer? Yeah. What are you talking about? Exactly. Where's it's like
10: blazer? eighty
1: degrees in here. Well, beauty's so
10: in the eye of the beholder, right?
1: Yeah. Good thing he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do have a Cadillac in this eye. <laughs> <laughs> so,
10: well, I'm, Paul? He- I'm headed to the Girl in a Gun National oh, Conference yes. next week. Yes. Six hundred other women. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be.
1: That's going to be an awesome event. People
10: there, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be really a good, good time. Instruction, yeah. I just got back from Gunsight.
1: That was awesome. That uh, I was there. When were we there? We were there together. Yep. Yeah. Tony and I was there together uh, like four or five months ago. Yes. Yeah. Something I like was that. I was with the,
10: uh, the girls with guns Ruger rendezvous. It was awesome. I get to come home with the Ruger Max. So 9.
1: Jen and Narissa. Yep. I uh, just saw Jen. Uh, we walked by and, and saw her, but they've been on the, the show several times. Nice. Love those girls. Same. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah yeah you maybe should have them on your YouTube yeah, they should. yeah.
10: you should they, they, remember
8: they were years ago were they, Was it oh Shot yeah. show? yeah they were this is several years ago when women they were, and Ray maybe so maybe so they were really starting they start start
1: bleeding yeah. together after a while right? yeah
10: but they've done such a great job with their brand
1: yeah they have they yeah, have. I'm very very impressed with those ladies yeah. and yeah.
10: women love their clothing it's I think they've got some men's things now too Oh, yeah? They, yeah, they branch out into the... I think they the might room. have, like, some men's pants and stuff. I got you. Yeah. So girls
8: with men with guns?
1: Girls with Is men with you? guns. Well, don't, don't guys
10: like girls with guns? Like, it kind of
1: I, fits. Yeah, either way, with without, I'm, I'm okay. It on how you treat your girl. Okay?
4: <laughs> yeah, I guess not everybody wants a girl with a gun.
1: So how well, can people follow you, Paul, on your social medias? And, of course, I'm you know, the YouTube, Legally Armed. Yeah, Legally Armed America
8: is the best way to find me. and It's pretty much universal if you search for it to come up. Very cool. Yep. Very cool.
1: Well, thank you so much for being yeah, on. Man. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And like it. I said, you are always welcome on the show. Yeah, thanks. Or you are always welcome as well. Thank you, sir. Love to have you all back sometime. So
10: We can talk Second Amendment stuff. A ton.
1: I'm sure you're going to hang out and wait for the... The wrestling guy to, I will, to join us here. I will stay here and hang out with you. Okay. Because you know what? Sounds good. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> so.
10: are, are they going to wrestle? Because I'd say. They now. might.
1: I mean, yeah, the yeah. way he mouths off, you never know.
6: <laughs> Andre, if Yeah,
1: I'm going to get an ass whooping. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's so fair to Midland. We will be back with more uh, here from the Caltech booth at the 2023 NRA from the Lake Course. All right, guys. Appreciate it, man.
8: Appreciate that, man. That
1: was awesome. Then
11: Thompson just
2: walked into the...
1: Start recording. As long as,
11: as I Scoot
12: that way a little bit. That way she can get
11: in the, the camera. As long on. as I could fill up that 2011 you got there. All right. more better. 21. This one? That one?
1: This is so sexual chocolate. <laughs> You're is. hilarious. This is what I want you on. Yeah. Just stay. If
11: you want me here, I'll stay. Is she not going to
1: come? You're not coming? Uh, You're not coming? Go. No. Okay. Chicken. She... <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we are back at the 2023 sh- uh, Shot Show. <laughs> this isn't shot show. No, this is an NRA 2023 <laughs> NRA here in Indy, and we're bringing you all the goodness, all the information from the Talking Lead Podcast here at the official Lead Cores of Keltec. And joining me now, we've got the beautiful, the talented, the smart. Derek? Derek, Oh, Derek? oh <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to go yeah, oh, yeah, The boomstick, right. babe Alicia Alicia Garcia woo <laughs> woo, <laughs> Joining <laughs> us again nice. Lead hits
11: Yes, indeed
1: You yes, know her You love her She, She's the You want to send me money From Colorado I
11: take cash <laughs> app
1: <laughs> Cash app <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to buy that RV yeah. <laughs> No. am tour the country uh, Also joining us Ladies and gentlemen it's, it's my new good friend that we met at the Gunsight event. Yes, we did. From, from the lockdown folks. Yep. It's Derek, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And his better half is not going to join us. No, she's out she's there. Being, she's yeah. being an antisocial. So yeah. uh, I'm going to switch the camera back on you guys. Okay. I just got this new setup here with the cameras and the switchers. and it's nice. So people yeah. can see me? So Yeah, people can see you. We're not live streaming, but they will mm-hmm. be able to see you. <laughs> so don't, you put don't, don't do anything on. weird.
12: Like I don't know what to do with my
4: hands.
12: Uh, you know,
11: I, I I am that person. <laughs> I, I look. I only have two looks. Like you're gonna pay me a toll to cross my bridge. Oh, okay. Look, or yeah. you know.
1: So Derek's better one. half is Gun Girl Jen Yep. And she's not gonna join us, but that's okay. Yeah. Because we've actually got a purpose for Derek being here without her. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Derek has a has a, a new job.
12: I do. Uh, I'm marketing director for Phoenix Trinity Firearms. Congratulations! (laughs) Yes. So that's good. Um, Working with them for a little over a month now. Um, I've worked with them before as a sponsored shooter, and then uh, just kind of took over the marketing director role. So
1: now is this going to interfere with your competition shooting? Nope, not at all. Okay. So So it's going to be be like a nice,
12: nice merge with the two. I can work remotely as long as I got Wi-Fi or internet. I'm good to go. So, Hell yeah, there you yeah. go.
1: So Phoenix Trinity Manufacturing. I'm not familiar with them. Yeah. So educate me and uh, my listeners on. on so you we're guys. not
12: a, we're not a very large company, but we've been building guns since 2011.
1: 2011. Okay. So um, we started that's out. That's going to come into play we, here in a minute. Yes.
12: <laughs> we we started manufacturing grips, one piece grips for. Uh, 2011 pistols or double stacked 1911 pistols. Right. And uh, the hardest part was there were some other companies making them, but they would always break. 300 rounds, 800 rounds, they would actually crack. The the actual grip would break because of the the way they the were recoil. made. Recoil. Yeah, made they were the way they were made, and and just the machining process. They just nobody could figure it out. Well, uh, Brian, the uh, the head. Their designer and machinist, he the head egghead. Yeah, he, he's he's the head dude. So he came out with all this design, uh, figured out a way to make the grip way better than the plastic grip, and uh, it actually lasts and holds up, and we don't have any issues with them. But so is this? Is this they just
1: into the frame is a metal grip? So
12: okay. yeah, the the grip aluminum. is actually yeah the grip is aluminum. Uh, we machine it in one piece. Okay. So it's out of billet 7075. Aluminum, And then uh, that actually bolts onto the frame there. It's I'll 20... let you hold it because yeah. the camera's on. Yeah. So this sucks. is the grip we make here. This is what we started with, and then this is the whole gun. So this is our brandy model. It's called the H-Pro. The H-Pro, okay. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't understand about our guns and why they're so much smoother than every other double-stack 1911 or 2011 out there is we use a locking block. Ah. Instead of a linked barrel, yep. we use a locking block. And what that allows us to do is we can actually change barrels on the gun. So you can buy one gun, have multiple calibers. If you want a comp barrel, you can put a comp barrel in. If you want a sight block barrel like this, you can put a sight block barrel in. So from
1: that frame, how many different calibers can I get from that one frame? Uh,
12: we have a gun over at our booth right now that has five different barrels.
1: Five different calibers? Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's pretty cool right Not there.
12: Not five different calibers, but we have 9 millimeter major. We have nine millimeter minor. Then you have 40 cal, uh, 38 super comp.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. And then
12: we can do a three port comp for the race guns or we can do a single port comp and kind of go
1: from there. But,
12: so this is the H-Pro, so smooth, easy to rack and it shoots even better than it looks.
1: Now, are these, can they go through you guys to get these, or yeah. are they got to go through dealers? So we
12: have a dealer network. Um, right now, because we're growing our dealer network, you can, you can call us, or you can actually talk to one of the dealers that, that's on our website. You can go to our website, locate a dealer, and go to there. That's the fastest way to get one of the guns. Sure. So what that's why people want fast, yeah, I want The fastest way so to
11: get one of these guns is you just give it to me.
12: Yeah, <laughs> well, I <just> well, walk <laughs> well, that too. I just we walk still got to build it though. So, oh, this is so, so our guns are custom built. Um, our lead time on them is what we've been really trying to work on. So, we have a 45 day lead time. Okay. So, six that's weeks to get bad. a completely custom gun. Uh, not not bad at all. Um, we start from scratch. So, the slide and the frame go through the machine process together. So, it's a match set all the way through right so we don't have it you know it's a completely custom built gun the barrels are all fit at the factory so if you want more barrels you can just add a barrel on and, and,
1: and where we'll are we starting it. at price wise on these so
12: the h pro because of our new grip this is the pro grip uh is about 4500 in this format and we can do this is our new adjustable sight. so you can you know for competition guys if they want some adjustability to, yeah uh, they can do that um, or any optic mount we offer all the optic mounts for all the different optics sure so. You can put and it's got a backup iron sight on the optic too nice
1: very nice somebody get goosed out there so you offer other uh models as well yep and you've got one here yep so talk about this 1776 beauty right here
12: so this is uh the morph 1776 and it's going to be hard i mean we have to maybe put it up to the camera but so the guns the, are clear, this.
1: everyone.
12: Yes, they are. They they actually have cut down firing pins. They can't fire if they if you tried. So yeah. So
1: I think the cameras on me now. Yep. Yep. All right, talk
12: about it. So the machining, I mean, you can just see it's it's a work of art. It's uh, they figured out a way to machine these guns and put the stars and stripes in them. The grip is just amazing, and the stars in the front of the grip there actually give really good texture. So you. It's not slippery at all. You really can hold it in your hand good. And that is our considered carry gun. I would say a coffee table carry gun. Um, it's, it's very good. It's like one of those barbecue guns. Like if you need to use it in self-defense, you might as well have the best gun you could possibly use it in. Right. I mean, you want to flex on fours. This is a custom gun as well. Uh, Yeah. They're, they're all custom built. They all have a match set. Aston Martin's of the gun world. Yep, and that's the, got the same mechanism, the locking block in here. So that's a forty Smith and Wesson barrel in it right now. We actually have a nine millimeter barrel at our booth over there, uh-huh. and it just
1: and you can switch them in you and can out. Switch them in and out that within is awesome. thirty seconds. That's awesome.
12: So. And this is called the Morph. That's a Morph seventeen seventy six. Morph
1: seventeen seventy. And what? Where do these start at price wise?
12: Um, they start. The Morph is about $4,000, four thousand uh, thirty nine nine ninety nine. So okay for that, and then. Uh, if you want to change it up, I mean, we go through the build list with you. So, if you want, like, a different color slide, different color grip, we can anodize those different colors for you, too, to kind of customize it to yeah. you. And it just kind of goes from Highly there. Highly customizable, yep. yeah. So, our safeties, we build 90% of this gun in-house. The only thing that we don't build are screws, uh, magazines, and springs.
1: Right. So Now, you're saying this is Jen's gun right here?
12: Yep, that's Jen. So this is the one she uses in competition? Yep. Oh, yep, She beautiful. shoots in... Uh, Tac ops in three gun competitions, so they have to use iron sight pistols. Sure. Um, they can use a scope, but only one scope, and then they use a tube fed shotgun like a Benelli M2. So,
1: right. That is cool. Yeah. This is awesome. So this is from Phoenix Trinity, Trinity, Trinity firearms. firearms. Yep. PTF. Yep. PTF. And what's yeah. the website? It's a
12: Ptrinity.com.
1: Trinity.com are you guys on the social medias yep
12: we're uh, uh instagram phoenix trinity firearms on uh facebook phoenix trinity firearms and then on youtube Same and on thing, the boob so. tubes yep boob and tubes. then
1: and then if they want to follow you derek
12: yep i'm three GunsMith smith uh on instagram and then three GunsMith smith on uh facebook and then jen and i have a youtube channel
1: together called married with guns oh, that's, that's so awesome cute. married so. with guns oh, yeah, i love that. So do you have a theme song with that is it uh, it's it's a, it's a da, little
12: bit. We got a little <laughs> bit of a theme song, but um our other name yeah. together our combined name is called
1: Generic. Gen- oh. Genderic Derek. Generic. Yeah. I, oh, that's <laughs> great. I like do y'all have shirts made it. up with no, that. No,
12: no, but we should. Yeah. Actually, somebody made that up for us, so we have just been using it. That is awesome. Telling people
1: that. So I, love been it. Cool. I love it. cool. Yeah. And Alicia. Yes. Again, everyone give them your social media's where they can follow you. At
11: the Boomstick Babe on Instagram, I have a really bad YouTube channel, The Boomstick Babe. There <laughs> anywhere you find the Boomstick Babe, it's going to be me. So, yep. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on all the stuff.
1: Not not changing it to the Tactical Oopaloo. Not yet. Not,
11: not yet. yet. No. I am um, I'm working on the shirt though. Okay. I'm working on the shirt.
1: I like a patch maybe in the future. Yeah.
11: I I mean
1: maybe. It might, well happen. it might as well just happen. Just it might as well
11: just happen. I do it anyway, so it might as well just rock it to the wheels fall off already. There nice.
1: you go, guys. Thank you so much for yeah. taking time to join us. Love to get you on, and let's uh, do a little deeper dive with uh, Phoenix Training. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hey. I'd like to shoot or things. Phoenix Trinity. Sorry, not yeah. training. Um, and go into more of the company history and more of your products and stuff. Yeah, for but sure. Main channel, channel, do that. That'd be awesome. All right, Leadheads, that does it. That's a wrap here at the 2023 NRA at the kel booth. Hope you guys have enjoyed all the goodness that we've been bringing you. And tune in because we've got more from our regular show and the Talking Lead AK Corner. Tune in each and every
6: week. Perfect. Woo! Hey, Leadheads, White Settle with Seal One. Just here to talk to you and tell you a little bit about our product. Seal One CLP Plus is a bio-based, non-toxic product. It comes in a paste, liquid, aerosol, and pre-saturated, bore-specific patches called Seal Skins. They all do the same thing, just different methods of application. The best way to use our product is to start with a clean firearm. There's two reasons why I say that. First, you start with the Seal One CLP Plus by field stripping your firearm and covering the entire firearm, inside and out, bore, barrel, everything with the Seal One CLP Plus. You'll see how easy it spreads around. You'll want to wait about 15 to 20 minutes, then you come back and you want to wipe it all off. So you see how easy it is to put on and remove. And the second reason we say to use a clean firearm is you'll find that it's not clean. We're gonna pull out more carbon that's been left behind with whatever product you've been using before. Okay, it takes about three cleanings, so I like to say a clean shoot, Clean shoot, clean shoot, just normal usage before the Seal One CLP Plus has removed whatever product that you were using before and has seasoned the firearm. It's kind of like breaking in a cast iron skillet. And after that first cleaning, you will notice a difference. And with each successive cleaning, you will find that it gets easier and easier to clean. Seal One CLP Plus is a dry lubricant and is designed to work as such you will find that malfunctions are virtually eliminated when used properly because the majority of all malfunctions are caused to carbon buildup. And with the CO1 CLP Plus, the carbon does not build up. CO1 CLP Plus is safe on all metals, plastics, composites, polymers, rubber, wood, and leather. Seal one CLP Plus is a one-and-done formulation. No other products are required or needed to clean and lubricate and protect your firearm that's why we say seal one and done seal one is a proud sponsor of the talking lead podcast and the leadhead brigade use the code leadhead for a 25 percent off discount
1: all right let's do this all right Leadheads, we are back at the 2023 nra here in indy at the official headquarters of caltech and joining me now is my good buddy, longtime friend, and fellow groomsman. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, big wedding. Adam Rinaldo, ladies and gentlemen.
5: How are you guys? It's good to see you, buddy. Always good to be seen, brother. So
1: we haven't uh, talked
5: since SHOT Show. You well, know, we haven't talked on an well, official... T- on the yeah, show Yeah.
1: since SHOT Show. We were together last weekend.
5: We were. Two weekends ago now. Was it two we're weekends? Blurring together. That's yeah.
1: right. It was a good, good time. Yeah. In Nash, Vegas. Yeah. Really good time. So you've brought a friend with you.
5: I have. I have. I have brought... The one, the only, the legend, Andre the Pitbull Arlovsky. Andre, welcome to the Talking Lead
1: Podcast. Thank you very much, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, for our listeners who uh, aren't up to date and into the wrestling world, Adam. The wrestling world? The wrestling world. <laughs> the yeah. MMA. Yeah. So it's better, MMA. I always call it MMA
9: wrestling. I mean, technically, UFC wrestling.
5: and WWE just merged two weeks ago. And, oh, did they really? Yeah. So,
9: MMA is
5: still MMA. You're, you're basically like the new Hulk Hogan. Martial
9: arts, so. <laughs> I was going to say oh, Randy, oh yeah, brothers. You know, Randy
1: <laughs> Macho Man Sandy. Randy oh, that, Sandy that's dude. who I just did too, wasn't yeah, it? That's yeah, who, yeah, You said Hulk Hogan, but uh, you did Macho Man. I'm all jacked up on
5: caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The monster. Yeah. The
1: monster will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Andre, talk to us a little bit about how you got into the MMA world. MMA?
9: Yeah. Oh, it was uh, 24 years ago. And probably till today, I'm the oldest uh, fighter still compete. My next fight in, is going to be on June 3rd. And uh, yeah, thanks to my wife, I got involved in the gu- gu- gun industry. Mm-hmm. I met Adam. So I hope I'm in good hands, right, Adam? I try, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have I, a good I try to keep my hands uh, off you as well. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> don't like, don't I, touch. <laughs> exactly, don't touch. I mean, like, gun wise, I'm going to have what I want. I'm still waiting for my. MP5, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so, so many, many months.
5: So obviously, Andre is the brand ambassador for Canic, uh, and he's done an amazing job over the last year. He actually just uh, made a commitment with, to stay on with us for another year. We're really excited to have him. He's just, you know, really embodies what is uh, the Canic brand, and that is continuing to work, continuing to do the best you can be, and always being ready. And, you know, obviously, Andre has proven that. I mean, I'll let and you tell showing, the story.
1: And showing what a great country that America is, because obviously, 100%. Andre, you're not from Boston. <laughs>
9: I'm from Belarus, Soviet uh, former Soviet republic. Yeah, I'm yeah. uh, proud to be an American right now.
1: So I just had this gentleman on the show, uh, Marco Vorobiv, and he is also a former Soviet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a Spetsnaz, general. He's a little bit older than you, but he was a sort Soviet Spetsnaz. Okay. And he's an American now. Yeah, he's he's over here in America, and writing books. So you come, I think you come from the same area as as Marco.
9: <laughs> Belarus. Like I said, yeah. Belarus is for, former Soviet republic. After 1992, it became 15 different uh, countries. And yeah, yeah. I was former police officer. Also, I, I passed test to become a, um, a secret service for at that time president. But I thought to myself, this guy supposed to supposed to be president two more years, and uh, he's he's gonna elect a new Belarus gonna elect a new guy, and uh, he's gonna hire a new guys. Same guys still. Uh, in, in, in charge of Belarus, 20, 20 20 28 years later. 28 years later. Same yeah. guy. Yeah. He, he, but, but because thirty one. I'm It's not a dictatorship, one. is it?
5: But the reason you know, it's yeah. funny is that's the reason he became got an MMA. So he trained and stuff, obviously, with, with law enforcement. No, it was
9: a different story. Uh, when I became a world champion in Samba and the government in Belarus paid me $50, and I remember... 50? 50. 50 Five-zero. $50. For 50. becoming the world champion, champion. in Samba. And, in Samba. I, and, and I put three more dollars, and I bought first pager motorola. I was super happy. <laughs> you got a pager. Actually, I remember my my uh, grandma, um, I'm going to be in 10 minutes, so I'm like... A lot of people, please send me a message on, uh, and, uh, on my pager. I want you wanted a pager so you look cool. I want <laughs> so a cool, look cool? cool and big shot, yeah. You like Miami Vice? Beep, beep. Yep, and I, at that time I met uh, people who brought, uh, who was bringing uh, MMA fighters, b- boxing uh, boxers, uh, kickboxers uh, to to uh, United States, and actually they, at that time, they paid me $50 per month. So I was a really big shot. Yeah, so. You're really raking it yep. in then, huh? And I decided, you know what? probably when I moved to United States. Be honest, your first three years was horrible. I was like on the phone like 24-7 because I was alone, uh, miserable. Homesick. Yeah, <laughs> and now uh, it's uh, times proof it was one of the best uh, decision I ever made. Uh, I always see proofs in the pudding and... You know, obviously not just on the fighting, I tell you we've
5: gotten to be pretty close over the last couple of years and one of the most impressive things I see is, you know, his love for his love for his country. You know and this is is it fair to say this is your adopted country america yeah and, and then his family and he has these two beautiful young boys that are just like the apples of his eye he's got a beautiful wife from russia that loves this country just name. as much and they are just they are the, and they're all over here they're oh yeah okay and good. it's the american good. dream man they have a beautiful home he drives a car that he loves he you know it gets up every day world mma champion yeah, right, yeah. straps on, but getting ready to be conceal. but, you know, puts on his canic pistol. I, and I mean, then so, straps
1: up, loads up. Which state do you live in? God bless Florida. There you go. Very nice. So yeah. you don't have any of those nasty restrictions nope. like some. Of I used other to live have. thirteen
9: years in, in 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 Chicago, Illinois, and actually uh, I was a big shot because I formed a police officer and I had a lot of friends who who were police still police officers yeah in service and uh, and I. Uh, One of my friends, he was shot and he retired from police and he moved to Hawaii and my wife told me, listen, you're not going to live all your life with your friends, we have to do something. We moved to Florida thanks to her because it's obviously it was uh, one of the best decisions, second the best decision I made. So
1: So you said you were a police officer. What was your
9: carry there? What was your service pistol? In Belarus. In Belarus. A stick. A stick. (laughs) (laughs) I, I finished police academy, I became a lieutenant, it's like different ranks than in, in the United States, but uh, uh, first months when I was in service, we went to like um, uh, arrest some uh, gangsters, actually they gave me a fucking stick. And and, and 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 he was serious and, and, yeah. Yeah, I, I was yeah, making that up yeah yeah because i was an athlete i was like be able to run and we, i remember we chased them in the forest and actually a guy k9 unit he gave me his uh, ak i was able to run with ak yeah but nice. otherwise be, because i didn't pass some tests because i, I didn't have time to to, to, to do tests but but that's efficiency? why they didn't give me like they didn't give me uh, firearms <laughs> that's dick Stick in <laughs> Polis a- a- academy. Uh, we, we had the firearm classes like it, 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 in the range. We like spent probably maybe like 30, 30, 45, 35 to 45 minutes per month, and we got only fucking ten bullets. Oh my gosh,
1: that is crazy. Yeah. So, so the first thing you did when you got to America. What
9: was the first thing? Like the most American like, first thing you
5: did? Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, after war. Kind of after, Huh? splurge like what did you did you go get a big pizza did, did you get you, a uh, no, McDonald's no no burger? no yeah. my,
9: my, my father he was in military and uh, he, he he served five years in Hungary okay uh, and actually I, I I at that time I was kind of able to to see how people uh, how people live outside the uh, Soviet Union but what uh, what what uh, surprised me and and um, uh, shocked me when I came to Chicago first, uh, first city uh, high rise yeah the that high rise buildings was, wow, believe, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, Russia's got some beautiful architecture, though. I mean, you can't... Yeah, but can't Russia, I was in Belarus, it's pretty much like, you know, like... Uh, the aftermath of a little Russia. A small. Compared to, like, let's say probably... Like not. New Jersey
5: to New York kind of probably, thing?
9: Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. Murfreesboro to New
1: York. Yeah. <laughs> so,
5: I tell you what... In, he doesn't know where Murfreesboro yeah. is. Yeah, it's a little town you don't want to know. Um, <laughs> That's where I live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, Buffalo New York? So you, no, no, no. Murphy's oh, Murphy. okay. Yeah, Tennessee. That's where I live. So you're, you're what, forty four now? Yeah. Why are you asking? No, I'm just saying, so I mean <laughs> you're 40, are you forty four or forty three? You're forty four. You, you might like, j- like, why why ask? Him? The reason I ask is because, you know, the fact of you're like we talk about this is I think he's fifty two in terms of training. Easy. In terms of training, but you you know, every day you're getting up here training. And you're training, and you're tr- training yeah, because see now he thought it was going a bad way. Right. But yeah. you're you're doing this against guys that are, you know, half your age and competing at a high level.
9: And if I would start some some stuff earlier, some of them might be my sons. Age <laughs> of, of my sons. Yeah, then. but the, the crazy. They thing might is, be.
5: And that goes. And this is how he trains. <laughs> this is how he trains when he when he, when he in, in firearms too. You know he is he's diligent in it and it, and it's. He's got a he, regiment. Yeah, regime. and, and it's really interesting to see. You know, we joke around a lot. He's, he can be silly, but when it's time to go to work. That's one of the things I think is one of the biggest reasons Kanik was excited to work with you is because you go to work and you go to work for real. And I think that's important in training. You know, and anything I've ever done with you in any, any the training classes, you know, even, you know, God rest his soul, Jaeger, and all those guys that are good friends right. of ours, you know, that was a time. It was We could all joke around and bust each other's chops. But but when we were on the range, it was time to go to frickin' work. Absolutely. You know, and you fight like you train and train like you fight. And that's why I think, you know, Andre's proven at 44 years old that he can still hang in the octagon with some of the baddest men in the world. And he is one of the baddest men Three times, no three it. time, I three, three time, time heavyweight champion of the world. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's. Pretty. When's
1: the next one? When you're up, June third. June the third coming yeah. up. Back the in Al- the Al- octagon Al- in Al- the Al- UFC. the Al- third. Yeah. He said he was gonna bring me. Adam said he was gonna bring Adam. Me. Bring, bring
9: people. Bring to people. <laughs> me. He's gonna bring so, me. Yeah. So,
5: but yeah, so I just wanted to bring him by, man. Yeah, obviously, I know, you know, this is what this industry is about. This is what this event is about. Absolutely. And yeah, man, wanted to come say hi.
1: Andre, I really appreciate you being Thank on. You Adam. Thank you for bringing him by, Absolutely. introducing the Leadhead Brigade to to Andre and uh, the next fight's coming up June third. June third, yeah. Uh, and you can get ESPN, I think, is where you watch the yeah. the MMA fights. So
5: I'll tell you what we'll do too. We'll get you some cool. We we'll get uh, to to the Leadhead Brigade. We'll get some cool UFC gloves signed by Andre, and we can give them away. Some be,
1: let's do a, Let's do a charity with that.
5: Deal. Done. Charity raffle with that. We can do it. We yeah. Sheepdog and sheep some cool stuff like that. like that. Done. Yeah. We'll also That'd do. Awesome. Maybe we can even do like an AK and get them. to uh, Or a canic. will awesome. we'll do a canic pistol signed by Andre.
1: That would be awesome. I would love yeah. that. Awesome. So one last question, Andre, before we leave. All right. Not, it's not going to be intrusive or anything like that. So, um, you. If you did you go to Shot Show? Were you at Shot, yes. SHOT Show? Yes. All right. So, going around to these different. And, of course, where you come from, these events like NRA and SHOT Show and just seeing this culture, um, the first time that you were exposed to it, what was your reaction?
9: Shock. Because uh, in, uh, in in Belarus, if they find some, like, couple of rounds on your desk, you might fucking uh, serve 10 years in prison. Yeah. And when it's, uh, when it's here, like, people, like, uh, so much cared about second amendment about like guns it's like for me it was wow and it's very impressive and uh, like i said god god bless uh, florida we have florida and texas i think the best uh, states in the united states gun wise yeah (laughs) and tennessee yeah and tennessee's pretty good and still still blue Tennessee
1: is blue, no? No, just
5: cities. I think Tennessee is still red. No, blue.
1: Uh, Nashville is, is, blue. is blue, but the rest of the state's red. Yeah. Yeah, we're bleed red.
9: Yeah, I, I was uh, I was driving uh, two years ago. I was training uh, Sean Ryan uh, in Tennessee. Like, I, I went to, to shoot with him. That's oh, pretty yeah. cool, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I well, you t- have to
1: come back. You have to bring him
9: back. Absolutely. Yeah. I
1: was driving 10
9: hours. For-
1: How do you think he would hand, handled the uh, cracker
5: box? Yeah. <laughs> Our buddy Andrew's place is... Uh, is a little small. You and I wouldn't exactly be able to walk down a hallway at the same time. But, yeah, so. <laughs> so, but no. Adam, again,
1: appreciate it. Andres, pleasure meeting you, Thank and you I look much. forward to your next fight. Kick ass, brother. Thank you. I will. Thank you. All right, ladies, we'll be back with more from the 2023 Shot Show here. Shot, oh, SHOT Show in annual meeting in NRA. Indianapolis.
5: What he said yep. <laughs> at Caltech.
0: Alyssa knows a thing or two about firearms. The gun store where she works and the folks she instructs would vouch for that. She spends most of her time on the range and in the classroom teaching others about firearms and the fundamentals of shooting. On her days off you'll likely catch her somewhere in the backcountry with her favorite firearm, a Keltec KS7. At just over 26 inches, this short, slim second cousin to the KSG is lighter but no less lethal. The shotgun's 18.5-inch barrel offers plenty of velocity, and its ample magazine tube provides a healthy dose of firepower with its 7 plus 1 shell capacity, her go-to for home protection. Alyssa loves the carry handle and fiber optic sight she got on her first KS7, but is equally enamored with the Picatinny rail kit she put on her second. Why settle for one when you can add another to your already awesome collection of kel Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec.
1: yeah, nice dump tray for Mission First Tactical, sponsors of oh, yeah. the Talking Lead podcast, so you can get your own custom made dump tray like Ton has there, and we got those from uh, from that event. Yep, the uh, lockdown event at Gunsight, which was awesome. Had a great time there. Oh, and check this out. I've got my my polymer eighty with the Mission First Tactical holster. With the Dude, lockdown.
2: Okay. I absolutely love that Polymer 80. I love that gun. Oh yeah. I run the piss out of that thing.
1: Empty safe. Dude. Got the crimson trace. That Dude, that gun.
2: There. I gotta get a hold of them and tell them how much I I actually thoroughly enjoy shooting that gun. It doesn't bite the crap out of my messed up fat hands.
1: Yeah, it's not <laughs> bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> But uh, I was telling yeah. you. So here's the uh, the adapter that uh, Pioneer Arms Core makes for, mm-hmm. for the fourteen 14- oh, no. uh, one. So you you lock that down, and then you can put any 308 muzzle device on there that you want. Makes it real easy, real simple to do. So you're not having to rethread your barrel and you know do all that. You just do it with what's on there. It's pretty sweet. Uh, and then they've got those uh, the safety levers too that have the extension. Very affordable. I mean, these things were, I think, you know, less than, I think these are around like 20 bucks or something. You can get these for. So, very affordable.
2: Holy hell. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> waiting on my uh, talking lead dump tray and some patches for my law enforcement wall.
1: Well, I'm working on it. Working on it. So, you know, we're, we're redoing, we're rebranding. So, that's coming up. I know. Up too. I keep hearing about, you I've talked about this that in a couple everywhere. of episodes. Um, Uh, Last episode, we kind of made the big announcement. We're doing a giveaway coming up. Uh, It's going to be launching our new logo, which is not official yet. I know you guys have seen it. I've put it out there. But we haven't officially launched the new logo yet. But we're going to do a big giveaway, three-gun giveaway from Keltec. We're going to have a P-15. We're going to have a um, um, RDB. And it's either going to be a ksg um 12 or it's gonna be the KS7 12. Don't know which shotgun yet. And then we've got a whole slew of people that are joining in with us in force. Each one of those is going to have a weapon light on it. We've got um, Tactical RX, our iPro gurus, uh, Tactical RX, we're gonna have some iPro from them. We're gonna have some electronic ear pro from Walker's ear. Thanks to Ton. So thank you for um, yeah. for the hookup ton with the Walker's Ear people. Uh, we're gonna have the new uh, Kraken case rifle case. You know, you guys have seen me, heard me talk about the Kraken case with the awesome that thing is sick. Alien foam in there. I don't have any eggs today to put in here and show you guys how cool it is. Um, but uh, we're gonna have we're gonna fill that case up with stuff. We've got ammo from Defiant Munitions. We've got, what, do we, what else? Were, I think we're going to, we're working on getting them custom Cerakoted from Blown Deadline. So if we can get it done in time, they're going to have a sick Cerakote from from uh, Blown Deadline. Mission First Tactical is doing a custom holster for the P-15. Um, Seal One, we're going to have a cleaning kit with the rod and their CLP. Um Vortex optics. Uh, we're going to have optics for the shotgun and the rifle. May have some binoculars, I don't know yet, or a rangefinder. We're trying to get that thrown in too. Um, what else? I mean, it's it's going to be insane. And one person is going to get all this. So Oof. this is awesome. this is launching our new logo, celebrating 10 years of talking lead, because we are in our 10th year. Uh, of the Talking Lead Podcast, and thanks to you, Leadheads, for all the support over the years. This is our way of giving back. You know I like to do giveaways. I love doing giveaways. Love giving back. I
2: sign up for every single one of them, too. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Pierce does, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you won? Pierce has won. Haven't you won in the past?
3: Um. No, I never won a gun. Mm. Um. I've won...
1: You've won a bunch of stuff, though, haven't you?
3: The shirts and hats and ammo I've won quite a bit it's
1: not a gun yeah yeah so over the 10 years i mean we've given a lot of stuff away and that first year of our ak corner with pioneer arms we gave every away episode. we gave away 12 yeah every episode we gave away a, a weapon firearm mainly ak's but i think we gave away a, a PPS43 on one of yes. them um I think we gave away a, like a, an AK kit on one of them where, where you could build your own kit. So that was, you know, that was an epic year, our first year of the AK Corner. So always rewarding our listeners. And whatever I've yeah. ever asked in return is just follow us, like post. our stuff, reshare our post, follow our sponsors, help our sponsors out, buy other products, use those discount codes. We even help you out with the discount codes Mission First Tactical. Leadhead, you get 20% off. Seal 1. Seal 1 and done. Use the code Leadhead get 25% off at Seal 1. Uh, 1776 United. And this is Memorial Weekend, too, by the way, guys. So happy Memorial Weekend um, to all you Leadheads, to you Pierce, to you Tun. Um, yep. Normally, uh, Talking Lead is the code at 1776 United. You get 20% off. But they're running like thirty percent off this weekend, so you want to use that code. So go to their website. I think it's on there. I think it's like Memorial Thirty or something like that. I don't know, but go check it out. You get an even bigger discount than using my discount code. Um,
3: they're right down the road from me, but I've never been able to. Uh, oh my gosh, you got to gotta go there.
1: see James, dude. You need to go in there.
3: He, well, they're not open on the weekends. And I'm we'll go during the, the week. <laughs>
1: Just go during the week. You're your own boss. Go during the week. <coughs> Factory Forty Seven for our AK corner logoed items. Go to Factory Forty Seven. Use the code Leadhead. Get ten percent off. Uh, but again, this being Memorial Weekend, these companies may be running bigger bigger deals than with my discount code. So you know, check those out. But I, any other time, use my code. I don't get anything from it. I get no kickbacks from these codes whatsoever, guys. I get nothing. I get zero. I get to use the codes and get the discount, which is awesome. You know, I'm completely happy about that. Uh, Defiant Munitions, you know, you want some good, high-quality ammunition. I got some stacked up right there. Defiant Munitions. uh, Leadhead, all caps, 10% off. Uh, You want to get your medical gear uh, stocked up and in place. Make sure you got the right stuff. Go to Medicine in Bad Places. Use the code LEADHEAD. Or Leadhead Twenty, I still have. I need to clarify that with him. I think either one of those will work. But use that. You're gonna get twenty percent off medicine in bad places uh, for all your uh, medical kit needs. They've got it. They also offer training, and I took one of their training courses. I'm actually uh, certified. Uh, was it combat medical? I don't know, but <laughs> I've You're got the certificate. Certified, right. I'm certified. Uh, I know how to pack a wound, man. Pack a wound and put a tourniquet on. I can do it. I don't know if anybody trusts me to do it or not, but I can do it. Uh, and then Keltec, you know, sponsors of of Talking Lead since the beginning, man. These guys have been behind us 100% from day one, and I love those guys. Go show them some love. Leadhead to get 15% off anything in their pro shop. And I haven't heard that they're running a m- memorial – is it Memorial Day? Is that this weekend, Memorial? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but use these codes. Use these codes. That way they know that you leadheads are, are are hearing it, you're getting it, and you're supporting me by supporting them. And then Tun and I were talking about these lockdown secure walls. Use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 15% off anything. They do more than just the walls. They've got all kinds of cool um, things for your safe, for your firearm storage. Uh, go check them out. There's there's all kinds of... They've even got security devices, which mine's on there somewhere. It's magnetized. So if anybody takes anything off that wall, my alarm will go off and it'll send a message to my phone. Ton, so don't get any That's ideas.
2: Cool. <laughs> Just smell this rag, bro. It'll be Okay. <laughs>
1: Sniff, sniff. And then these awesome cracking cases, which there's one right there. I've got my camera uh, in it. I've got another one over there. I've got a yellow one. They come in different colors. See my yellow one right there?
2: Oh, look at that.
1: Got a yellow one right there. I don't have the rifle case yet. It's coming. Uh, so I'll have that soon. But there's our, our big lockdown case. See it back there hidden? Oh,
2: yeah. That thing is huge. Dude, mine's right on the other side of this
1: computer. It was ginormous, but I think we're going to put like a, uh, we're going to like custom do the foam in the, uh, the case too for that giveaway. So it's going to be a special giveaway. It's going to be good. So be looking for that for the month of July. It's going to be like the whole month of July we're going to run this if we can get everything done in time. But it will be done one way or another. But we'd like to do like a freedom, you know, the freedom giveaway kind of deal. But, yeah, so go support all those uh, that, that make this show possible. Got to get our plugs in. Uh, and now we got to take care of some jack wagons because we've not done it in a while, ton. We'll normally do this at the beginning of the show, but we're doing it post-show right now. But uh, we got to do it quick. Got to oh, do it quick so we're running out of time here. So, um, Gunny, bring that train in.
0: Who writes simplified do or die? Hold them high at eighth tonight. It is time for the talking lead, Jack Wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby.
1: All right, so I'm going to kick us off, and Mother's Day, so Mother's Day weekend. I Asked my mom, and it's like, hey, where do you want to go eat? But she goes, nah, I don't want to do anything. I just kind of want to stay in. Just you know, pick something up, bring it by the house. So went to KFC and uh, ordered a. Uh, bucket of chicken.
3: Only the best.
1: KFC, man. I love KFC. The original recipe. I used to Well, I used to love KFC. <laughs> it yeah, used to be here the we best go, customer service. It used to be well, no, customer service, I, I don't really think this comes into play, but possibly. So, ordered, you know, ordered all our sides, ordered the 12-piece bucket to go, went through the drive-thru. You know, they always fuck you at the drive-thru. What was that Joe Pesci movie? <laughs> always fuck you at the (laughs) drive-thru. Well, you know, they do. So, I you know, I'm grabbing the stuff and the, the buckets with all the potatoes and everything. So I can't really tell by weight or anything. But we get home, start unpacking everything, and start digging into the chicken. You know, there's a big old giant, you know, chicken breast up top, two or three. So I'm, you know, get mine. Everybody else is going through. And of the twelve pieces, five of them were like normal size pieces of of chicken, you know, the big chicken breast, the drumsticks. The rest were the appetizer size buffalo wings.
2: Those bastards.
1: Are you shitting me?
2: Dude.
1: I pay almost for ninety bucks too. You paid ninety bucks. Fifty. Paid fifty. Paid fifty dollars. For a twelve, a bucket of twelve and three sides. Didn't that used to be like twenty? Uh, it it, yep. it did. And you also got twelve pieces of full size chicken. chicken. Of, yep. of real pieces of chicken, not miniature sized Oompa Loompa pieces. Was your of chicken. one of your
2: sides some KY because you got screwed, bro? Well,
1: I did get extra gravy, so. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> I will say their gravy is still on point. The like, the gravy was great. the The chicken sucked. Had no flavor whatsoever. The original recipe was was no flavor to it whatsoever. That stuff used to be just jam packed with flavor. You know, there was nothing there. Uh, and this was, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was it was the Kentucky Fried Chicken KFC in Sparta Tennessee. You suck. <laughs> And it's that's the one my KFC that has
2: no cats around it.
1: That's my hometown. So do not go to the KFC in Sparta, Tennessee. All right. That's my jack wagon. Had to get that off my chest. Been holding that since Mother's Day.
4: It's been weighing
1: on you, hasn't it? It has. It still chaps my ass to this day. You've been
2: thinking about that while running in place going nowhere at the gym, haven't you? Dude, no, we
1: called them. We called them up and told them. It's like, look, this is some bullshit. Ordered a twelve-piece chicken. You know, we paid fifty bucks for this. One, it was it was it was like lukewarm. It'd been, it had been if it if tasted like it had been there for two days. It, it wasn't even warm. It was cold chicken.
2: Meow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, they said, "Oh, we can give you a voucher. You can, you can, you can get a
2: voucher for some more shit.
1: Some more shit." I was like, "Why would I want more of your yeah. crap?"
2: Yeah. He
1: said you can yeah. take your voucher. And you can donate it to some homeless people, which I don't think they would even eat your crap. But here you go. This is this is my gift. So, all right, I'm done. I'm done ranting. Done ranting. Pierce, do you have one? Do you have a jack wagon? Uh,
3: no, I didn't prepare one. Um, I mean, if you want to stay on the uh, the fast food train, sure. I uh, ordered something from Zaxby's the other day and ordered a couple things and didn't uh, didn't get one of my meals.
1: Because they fuck you at the, yeah, drive the drive-thru.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Every yeah. time they fuck you at the drive-thru. <laughs> all right, Dude. Ton. I know you I know you've been wound up for this, so we're saving all Dude, the time been, for you, brother. Yeah, i I the drive-thru
2: is a dead given. I can never get anything right at the drive-thru. I it's it's just pointless at this point. It's just screwed. So, you know what? Fuck those people in the drive-thru. I'm done with them. Yeah, but <laughs>
1: and that's been that's been since the beginning of time. Yeah, it's not just now in these in these shitty days yeah. of of customer service. Yeah, this that's, is drive-thru's always fucked you.
2: Yeah, that's a given. And as a fat person, well, I used to be even fatter. That would really piss you off when you get down the road, you crack that open, go to get something out, and you're like. Where the hell is that? One thing you want is always missing.
1: Yep.
2: Yep. And they're like, they look at the you. The one, one thing I specified
1: in, like, that I wanted and needed. Yep. And you come back around
2: and they're looking at you like, oh yeah, you fat bastard. You probably already <laughs> ate it. It's been 30 freaking <laughs> seconds. Oh, dude. Okay, that that but that's besides the point. Yeah. This one's got me pissed. I busted my hand, tore the tendon. As you can see, my hand's really nice and twisted now. Yeah. I tore the actual ligament. Oh, no, tendon right there. Did you tear that or did the, the
1: alligator top? tear that? No, that was this hand. Oh, shit. Your hands are all jacked up, dude. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> That's this hand. That's the hand they sewed those three fingers back on.
1: <laughs> uh, Ton's hands are a horror show. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're, they're worse than my toes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that hand, I just recently busted the tendon pulley out of the center. And I've I've damaged these hands enough to know what needs to be done. Went to the doctor. He's like, yeah, he's all, you know the procedure. He's on it. Send you over to a specialist, see if you want to have the surgery done. Went to the first guy. Just wanted me to pay for his new freaking car. I need to send you for an MRI. I said, bro, it's I tore the sheath. It's a bone... Tendon pulley. You don't need an x ray. There's only one thing to do it's surgery. It's a 30 minute surgery. I'm not even put to sleep for it. That's elected to be put under anesthesia. So, what's our policy to to get an MRI? It's our policy to
1: take all your money.
2: Yeah. I said, I'm all, it's my policy to tell you to go fuck yourself. Got up and walked out. (laughs) So, nice. I got a call from my doctor and he starts laughing. He's a ton. He's all, you told another doctor to fuck off? I said, yeah. And I told him what happened. He's all, good. He's all going to send you another guy. Just people in network. Went to the other guy. Sat down. First thing he says, he's all, I'm all, wait, wait, stop. I said, if you say, go get an x-ray. I held up my iPad. I'm all, here's all my x-rays. He's all, why do you have your x-rays? I said, because I've been down this road. If you look at me, I'm beat up. brought a train wreck. He's all, oh. He starts scrolling through. The doctor's looking. He's all, these are really good. And I'm like, knowing that he's looking at nothing, you mm. cannot see a torn tendon pulley. Gotta hold it up to on the, an
1: X-ray. Gotta hold it up to. And the And he's thing. like, yeah, he's like,
2: he's gonna, he's like, hmm, these are six weeks old. I need new ones. I said, <sighs> you're a fucking idiot, bro. I said, there's no broken bones. You're looking at a tendon pulley yeah. sheath. You're looking at the sheath that holds. I didn't that pull it in line. I didn't pull it just recently. It's blown out. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's been six weeks. Yeah, and I'm like, <sighs> I'm walked out.
1: Sorry, my gin's kicking in.
4: Yeah,
2: I called the next, <laughs> called back to the doctor. He's like, he's like, I got one other guy. He's like, you're going to have to drive 45 minutes, but he's an actual really good surgeon. Deals with hand injuries all the time. I said, okay, cool. That's why I talked to you. I went to the office, sat down. He's like, oh, dear God, your hands are destroyed. I said, I like you. <laughs> and i said here's the x-rays he's all they do me no good he's all you can't see your injury on an x-ray i said oh fuck i really like you he's like i'm not even going to ask for an mri because it's pointless he's all, what are you going to be doing over the next six weeks i said i have two shooting competitions i'm going out of town on an access deer hunt and i'm going to go to colorado and go visit some friends he's like the injury can be repaired at any time it's more of an inconvenience and He's all. Can you deal with pain? I said I haven't taken pain medication yet. He's all.
1: Well, <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. No, I gotta back up. I gotta. He asked you if you can deal with pain, and you've got a fucking tattoo on your head. Yeah. <laughs> That's a stupid question. <laughs> yeah.
2: He, he looks at me. He's like, "Well, I'm not gonna do the surgery on it because I know you <laughs> and the way you look and the way you've, all the scars on your body." And he's going through my X-ray files. He's like, "You've broken a lot of stuff." I said, no, I've broken a lot of shit. He's all, okay, I can talk freely. He's all, man, you're fucked up. <laughs> I said, I like you. He's all, I'm not going to do the surgery until you get done with all your stuff. I said, I get done. My last competitions mid-October. I said, perfect, because he's all, you have eight weeks after that to heal. I said, perfect, I'll see you then. That was that simple. There you go. He didn't, he didn't even charge me the $70 specialist copay. He's all, it was pointless. He's like you spent more money and fuel driving around to see all these other, and he said the term, jack wagons, and I was like, you're my <laughs> fucking hero.
1: Did you say, hey, uh, you I need to listen to this actors. podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. I told him. I said, dude, I'm all. Well, let's give him a shout. Can we say? Would say his first name? Don't say his last name. I don't know his last. All he knows is his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> Doctor. Okay. Never mind. Brad. 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 So Brad welcome Brad so he's a hero he's we Dude, we're gonna put, put him on the lead head brigade heroes others. yeah
2: yeah all those other asshats money-grabbing life-sucking bastards out there riding the insurance wave can kiss my ass because you know what I got two fucked up fingers for them both because that's a, how much they work <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do the big sausage fingers right there. Oh my gosh! Hey, don't be judgy. So another on now that we're on the uh, the heroes, you know, this being Memorial Day weekend week, um, you know, our our men and women who have sacrificed everything for our country, for our freedoms, for our ability to get on here and talk shit about our government when they're jack wagons. Uh, they, every one of them from, you know, the beginning of our country till to now uh, are are heroes in my eyes. So we're going to bring in all the planes and honor them. So they're all, they're all our heroes. Oh yeah. And our men and women who are still out there, you know, putting their lives on the line, they're heroes. Those are real heroes yeah. that that give us the ability that make this country what it is to be able to, and it's, it's tough, you know, it's tougher every day, but we still have our rights in place. You just have to use them. If you don't use them, we lose them. So you have to voice your, your opinions. You have to let your opinion be heard. You have to put the people that are going to best represent you and what you want in, into these offices. You know, they're not our leaders, they work for us. And that's where they lose perspective, that's where they lose reality. Is when they get into these positions and they think that they're holier than than us and they know more than us and they they manipulate us. They use their power to. It's they, they think they're
3: the aristocracy.
1: Well, they they use their powers um, selfishly, you know, for their own self gain, and we see it time and time again. You see these people that come that go in as normal middle class you know maybe some upper class but then they come out multimillionaires and that's wrong that is completely wrong that is not what yeah. governmental service is about you know so we have to change that we have to do it ourselves we have to do it from the from the ground up so you got to start local you know you got to start with your 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 city your county and work your way up from there and that's the only way things are going to get better. That's the only way they're going to change, but we can do it. It can be done. It's, it's not too late. So don't lose hope. So that, that's it. Unless you guys got any more heroes, you got any more heroes?
2: No, that's it. It's all the men and women past and present.
1: There you go. There you go. So lead I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we've got more from the NRA, got more interviews. Uh, and we've got more of the regular show. We've got more of the AK Corner. And if you've got suggestions for the show, you want to you want us to talk specifically about a certain topic, a certain firearm, you want us to have a certain company, a certain person on, email me, talkingled at gmail.com. I know I'm bad sometimes about getting to those timely, but I do get to them. So, I mean, I think I answered some emails today that were, Six weeks old, you know. Sorry, but
3: you got <laughs> question. I'm, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm a one man show. I don't have you know. I don't have a staff like <laughs> Louder with Crowder or Joe Rogan or you know some of these other you know big time shows that's got fifty people, you know, hundred people working for them. It's just me. So you know, be patient with me. I d- I do get back. I do. I do respond. Right. <laughs>
2: Not when, much to text messages because you're in the damn gym.
1: What are you talking? I respond to you every time, even when I was on the treadmill. I'd, you're like, oh, you're at that place. Call me later. Click. <laughs> Running
2: in place, going nowhere. Wow, you do sound like a politician. Come
1: on, Pierce can, can attest to this. He's a he's a big cross trainer. Pierce is.
3: Yeah, I do. I do CrossFit. Proud of me? I haven't mentioned
1: this the whole time. I know. I know. You hadn't stuck up for me one time. Thanks, buddy.
2: Yeah. I lift weights every morning when I get my fat ass out of bed.
1: <laughs> Your big, crippled, decrepit hands. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Take my
3: strong
4: hand. <laughs> yeah. and
2: that's, and just think the rest of my body's just as beat up.
1: Oh, I yeah. I love you, buddy. Yeah, um, let's do stunts. <laughs> I kind of beat you up in this interview, too, with, uh, that we did with Paul um, with uh, the, what is it?
5: Uh, <laughs> he's legally a legally armed
1: name. America. Paul with legally armed America. And I know, you know, probably a lot of our listeners follow him and that's cool. You, 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 should, you should, you should follow him. Cause he's a smart dude. Uh, buy his yeah, book. He is go buy his book. Definitely. Uh, but that does it for this episode of the talking light podcast. Leadheads. Thank you so much for tuning in each and every week, each and every episode. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to bring you more 10 years of educating the uneducated, uh, stay tuned for that big ass giveaway that we're going to be doing. And I look forward to seeing your emails, your comments, uh, on social media and, um, yeah, that's it. Ton, thank you for being on Pierce. Thank you, brother. Appreciate your expertise, brother. And let's, for let's, uh, run that by your dad on the, the episode with with Craig Sawman, hopefully he'll respond to me, and uh, we'll be able to get him on. That'll be definitely that'd be sweet. If not, we'll get those other two dudes on and get your dad on, and uh, we'll, that work. We'll uh, talk about the human trafficking epidemic, as you call it, on the show. <laughs> uh, but until then, lead heads, as always, keep your loved ones close
2: and your firearms closer, and your firearms closer.
1: Close. You oh know, yeah, no twist, no twist. <laughs> <laughs> no twist okay that's it <laughs> and you're
3: unregistered unregistered uh yeah closer. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
2: i don't know what you're talking about mine fell off i don't know where it went.
3: i lost it on a fishing trip now it's uh, now a flashlight holder
4: yeah <laughs>